Hey guys, it's Alana and welcome back for another episode of Seeing Other People. Wow, I can't tell you how good it feels to be able to say that and not sound like a nasally walrus. I've been so sick for the past few days and apparently there is some virus cold thing going around. Not fun. Take your vitamin C. You really don't want to catch this. I actually woke up the other day and literally I looked at the clock and it was 8. 10 and I looked on my phone and I was like, what time does urgent care open? And it was open at eight. And I'm like, bye Jake. I am going now. And he was like, oh boy. I, I was like, there's no way I don't have strep throat right now. My throat is on fire. And I went and my strep test came back negative. They did a flu test negative and a COVID test negative. And I'm like, well, what is it? And definitely the negative strep ended up being right. Cause the next day I woke up and like my throat was totally fine. But then it was like all my sinuses and I'm like coughing and sneezing and I've probably gone through five tissue boxes. So it just turns out to be one of those bad colds that just moves from one part of you to the next. And finally, finally woke up today seeing the light at the end of this very cold sniffly tunnel. Watched a lot of TV this week. Watched, I have one episode left of Outer Banks. Really great third season. It's so funny because part of me loves the show so much. And the other part of me is like, why do I like this? I don't really know. And it's so intense. Do I really find joy in it? But then I'm like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with the show. And I was like waiting, waiting and waiting for it to come out. So I don't know. Watched most of that. Um, I also have one episode left from Netflix's Perfect Match, which for those who haven't checked it out, it is basically a dating slash competition show on Netflix where they are taking contestants from all of their other reality shows, whether it be The Circle or Love is Blind or The Mole or Too Hot to Handle. And anyone who's single basically is like ending up on this show to find their quote unquote perfect match. And it's a really cool concept. And I really like how they are mixing up all of these people from these different shows together. I really, really enjoy that because I feel like in the world we live in, whether it be like Netflix or Bachelor contestants or anyone who just like goes on these reality shows, we all see that there's there becomes this whole like social group and they all become friends after and we see them all hanging out and like mixing and mingling. And so to be able to actually see what's going on, it feels like almost like a behind the scenes look into what happens once they kind of become semi-famous from these shows and get to meet all these other semi-famous people and kind of be in the spotlight. So it's a really cool show. Is it a good show? Probably not. It's like bad good. It's it's great if you just want to have a stupid reality dating show on in the background. It's not like riveting television, but I enjoyed it like a little guilty pleasure. Like, oh, this is exactly what I need right now. Like something mindless. Also caught up on The Last of Us and I'm almost caught up on Shrinking. Oh my God. Both of those are incredible shows. Definitely watch them if you haven't yet. Another thing that I loved was the Kelsey Ballerini episode of Call Her Daddy. Kelsey recently went through a divorce and she really opens up about that experience and how her relationship changed and, you know, trying to part ways on good terms, but not having that pan out and, you know, losing herself in her relationship and, things that she wishes she had done differently. And it's just a really, really important conversation. And I commend Kelsey for being so brave and vulnerable and for Alex for hosting such a great conversation. So definitely check that one out. And one thing that I wanted to call out in this intro before we get into this episode is something that I said recently on a podcast that I went on and it didn't really hit me how powerful this statement was until I saw them actually post this one line on their social media feed. The podcast was The Gal's Guide with Emily and Hannah. It was a really great conversation, but the line that they posted that I said was, your relationship status should be the least interesting thing about you. Your relationship status should be the least interesting thing about you. And I say it twice because I really want that to sink in. I spent so much of my 20s almost hating myself for being single and feeling like I was less than because I didn't have a partner. I didn't have the boyfriend that I wanted or, you know, the person that I like didn't like me back enough to want to date me. 
And I defined myself by that. But there were so many more important things that I should have been defining myself by. And it's not like when I met other people and they heard I was single, they judged me for it or they thought less of me for it. It's this mindset and this emotion that I was putting on myself that I wasn't good enough because I was single. And when I look back, that's not what I think about. I think about all of these other incredible things that were going on in my life at the time that were so much more interesting, so much more meaningful, and so much more valuable than whether or not I was in a relationship. So I just wanted to share that. And I really hope that sinks in for anyone who might be feeling the way that I was feeling because there is so much more to you than your relationship status. And Your relationship status doesn't define you. It's not who you are. It's one small detail about you. And guess what? It's going to change throughout your life. You might get into a relationship and then get out of that relationship. You might get married and then get divorced. You might decide, I love being single at this point in my life and I don't want to be with anyone. Then you might change your mind and say, okay, I met this person and I do want to be with them. Point is, it's not permanent. It does not define you. And there is so much else going on in your life, your career, your friendships, your charity work, your hobbies, your involvement with a sports team or an organization, your relationship with your family members, your coworkers. There's so much more going on in your life and so much good that you're doing that you should be celebrating yourself for instead of thinking, oh, well, I'm doing all these things, but it's still not enough for someone to want to be with me. Like, no, do things because they make you happy. And be the best version of yourself by doing these things that you love and surrounding yourself with people who uplift you and who you uplift. And then the rest will fall into place. Your relationship status should be the least interesting thing about you. In other news, today's episode is such a fun one. I brought on Brianna Apple, who has become a good friend of mine. Brianna is a little bit of a TikTok star. Um, She is in her early 20s. She lives in New York City, and she is just living her life and dating and going on wild dates and having ridiculous stories and just experiencing dating in your early 20s in New York. And so I wanted to bring her on to just have a conversation of, you know, what she's experiencing. And one thing that we don't often talk about is dating when you don't want to get into a relationship because most of us do want to get into relationships. And so I thought it'd be really interesting to hear Brianna's perspective of, you know, why she isn't ready for a relationship right now or doesn't want a relationship right now and how she goes about communicating that, how she goes about approaching that topic in dating. Because I think many of us listening have all been on that other side where we meet somebody on a dating app or in the wild and we're going on dates with them and we think it's going well and then they hit us with that they're not looking for anything serious. And we're like, well, why are you dating? We're like, well, why? But you have feelings for me. Like, how is how can those both be true? And so it's really interesting to hear Brianna's perspective from the other side of that. And I, she has some of the funniest stories. I literally was like peeing in my pants laughing during this episode. So I am really, really excited for this episode. Check out Brianna Apple. She's on TikTok. I will have her linked in the show notes. She's also on Instagram. And I hope you guys love this episode as much as I do. We are getting right into it today because I am here live, well, not really live, but live for me and for our guests. I'm so excited to have Brianna Apple on Seeing Other People. Brianna, say hey. Hey. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited. I'm like shitting myself. I'm so, so excited. We've been talking about doing this for so long. I'm literally so excited. (laughs) Tell everybody who you are. Um, I'm Brianna Apple. I, I mean, what do you want to know? Like I'm on TikTok. What day were you born? What hospital room? Okay. Got it. I'm Brianna Apple. My social security number. (laughs) Um, I was born on Thanksgiving day, November 25th. Wow. 1999. Yeah. No, I'm like. 1999. Thank God you weren't born. Yeah. No, that like saves me because you get like a lot of shit for not being like yeah um late 1900s yeah late I'm born in 1900s so you're 23 yeah but like yeah late anyways grew up in Westchester New York um I'm the youngest of four I have three older siblings two sisters one brother um my parents are divorced so like I'm funny because like 
we have trauma. Um, yeah. What else do you want to know? Okay. So great. There's a lot. I actually just learned a lot about you. So yeah. I'm glad we did that. Great. Um, so Brianna is huge on TikTok, despite her continuously losing access to her TikTok account, which is a sensitive subject, but we all have our trauma and our struggles. Yeah. It's okay. It, it makes me stronger. What got you to start posting so almost like raw about your life on TikTok? So I had a Snapchat private story, probably like everyone else forever. And I would spam it and treat it like a vlog, like crazy. Like back when there were seconds in the corner of Snapchat, it would be like, beyond long my friends hated me I was like you can remove yourself from it like you don't need to be on no one's it forcing you to watch. exactly I yeah. just like spammed it and I loved doing that I always just like recorded myself whatever and then COVID happened and the pandemic and then TikTok was around and I was like oh my god okay wait backtrack Vine was a thing and I always regret not taking advantage of Vine when I was younger so then when the pandemic hit and TikTok was a thing and I would post on my Snapchat I was like I just need to treat TikTok like my Snapchat private story and just like see what happens. So that's what I did. And I just started posting it without thinking and videos just kind of started to like blow up and there was no like, I didn't know which videos would blow up or which wouldn't. There was no, there was I don't no even have a reason. Exactly. Like yeah. I literally don't have a niche. I have no idea. I just do Were it. you afraid at all of like putting all of this out there? Like it's one thing to do it to your close friends, to your like private snap story, but just all of you like out to the world? Not really, because I think that everyone, I'm like really weird. And I think we all have a weird side. And I think seeing people be weird publicly makes us feel better about being weird. Yes. Um, and like, it doesn't need to be so taboo that we're all weird or like that people do weird stuff. Um, there is like a balance in terms of obviously like I'm a young adult entering the professional world. So that could be tricky, but I mean, it hasn't really affected me. And at the end of the day, I think I'm just being real and there's no harm in being real. So yeah. Yeah. It's also like, it, I feel, I do feel like we've changed and gotten a little distanced from like, Oh, don't post, post anything on social media. You wouldn't want a prospective employer to see. It's like, well, we're all just being real on social exactly. now. And, like, and yeah. if you know, like, you're not trying to be a lawyer. Exactly. Or, yeah. you know, so <laughs> yeah. it's like anyone that you would want to work for, in a way, you'd almost want them to respect you for what you do. Exactly. Yeah. And for the brand you've built yeah. and everything. Yeah. So what is your relationship status right now? I'm very much single. I don't want anything serious. I'm definitely having fun, though. That is for sure. Going on some dates and I definitely have some people around. Yeah. So tell me about your morning this morning. Oh, my morning. So I went on a date last night. I got drinks with the guy. Um, it was our third time hanging. No, that's such a lie. Like fourth, maybe. But we've matched a very long time ago, like over the summer on, I think, Hinge. And then I didn't respond to him. And then we matched on Raya later. And like, he followed me on Instagram and he just like kept trying. And I kept being like, no, no. whatever. Long story short. Yeah, we got drinks last night and we said it was going to be a casual Monday night drink because I've been blowing him off forever. And I finally was like, okay, fine. Like, let's get drinks this week. And Monday night was the only night that we both were free. So we promised that we would keep it casual and professional as adults. So um, like four drinks later, I <laughs> am sleeping in his apartment and left this morning, just a lovely Tuesday morning with my makeup all over my face. Oh, I dropped my phone in the toilet as well. You dropped your phone. In I the dropped my phone in the toilet. I'm literally walking out of the, the whatever his apartment and I'm like stopping in the bathroom to like look at myself in the mirror. I don't know why, whatever. And I, my phone literally just drops in the toilet. I feel like it. Anytime I talk to you, which is, I feel like we talk most days now in, in our group chat, you always have some new ridiculous story that like is shit you just see on TV or yeah. see, like you would never think it would happen to you. Like you're not actually going to drop your phone in this guy's toilet on your way out on a Tuesday morning, but like that happens to no, you. No, my life is like not real. Yeah. Like I don't even believe it half of the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. And the last time I was at that guy's apartment, I threw up red wine all over his white Oh, this was sheets. the same guy. Yep. And he, that's and he what, wanted to see you again. He literally didn't stop texting me. And I said, I was like, dude, I would literally ghost someone so fast if they threw up red wine on my white. I Venmoed him $70 because I felt nice so bad and nice he needed to buy new sheets. Yeah. 
I respect that. It was a really rough moment. And I didn't see that happened like a month ago and I didn't see him for a month because I was scarred and I'm still scarred. But he wanted to see you again. I don't know why, but yeah. But you know what? I think that's a really big takeaway because we are so afraid to do the tiniest thing wrong or say the tiniest thing wrong on a date because we think it's going to turn somebody off or make them not want to see us again. And it's like you literally threw up red wine on his white sheets and he wanted to see you again. Like, I feel like bleeding in someone's bed is almost better. That's yeah. normal. normal. Natural. Yeah, this Human. was not normal. Scientific. Yeah. But that's my thing, though. It's like, that's why I also don't care being so... Cre- People are like, oh my God, what if, like, guys you go on dates with see your TikToks? And it's like... Well, I don't really want them to, but like they will. But I also don't really care because this is me. And if someone doesn't like me for me, then like yeah. I don't want, I don't need them in my life. The only all. difference is you're being open about it. Yeah, exactly. That's the only difference between you and somebody who isn't posting everything on exactly. TikTok. It's all still happening to exactly. them, but they're not posting it. Well, yeah. maybe not all. Maybe not the dropping the phone and the yeah. throwing up red yeah. wine and, and all that. Um, okay, so this was your fourth time getting drinks with this person or third? Uh, one of those. Yeah, we've been like talking for, yeah. So I really, one one reason I was really excited to talk to you was because I know right now you're not, third. Third. you're not looking for something serious. Like you're dating, you're having fun, casual. How do you go about doing that? Because a lot of the seeing other people listeners are looking for something serious, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just getting out there after a breakup and they're trying to figure out what they're looking for. But I feel like, so many of us run into situations where we go on a few dates with somebody, we start to catch feelings for them, and we think it's going somewhere because, you know, we've made it to the third date, we've made it to the fourth date, they're still texting us, and then we find out that they're not looking for something serious, and then, you know, somebody can get really hurt. And so I'm curious, like, what now? You've been on three dates with this person, you know, clearly he's really into you if he wanted to see you again after the the red wine debacle, um, red wine gate, 2023, 2022. Um, how do you, you know, navigate being casual? It's definitely tricky. Um, guys that I go out with pretty much know it. Like this guy knew it. It, I made it pretty clear from the get go. I didn't say anything, but then I kept kind of like ghosting him and not responding. And so when we got drinks, he was like, what, what, for the first time he was like, why did I have to wait this? I was just like, oh no, we actually had like a little bit of a, of a tiff before the first date. He was like, what's your deal? Like, why can't I get drinks with you? I was like, I don't want to put myself in a situation that I'm going to, I feel like I will have a great time with you. And honestly, I don't want to have a great time with you. So I'm avoiding getting drinks with you. So that kind of made him aware that I don't want anything serious. Um, and I did enjoy it with him, but I'm, it's like, there's no answer. Honestly, I think I'm just, I have just, I'm maybe a little broken, so I don't get attached so easily. Um, yeah, I don't, this, I'm not really answering your question. No, I mean, I mean, there isn't one right or wrong answer. You know, there's not like one way to go about it. I kind of just keep them there. It probably is not like the best thing. Like I never really end things mm-hmm. or begin things. I just, it's more casual. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure in like your behaviors or the things you're saying or the cadence of your texting, it's clear. It, it becomes clear that you're not like really trying to make something happen here. Yeah. And like, it's clear that after, if it's a week of someone not being free, like myself, like I could be free one of those days. So if I'm yeah. not, clearly I'm not dying to be with that person. Right, you're not like going out of your way to make time for somebody. Exactly. I mean, sometimes I am, but yeah. So, yeah. I want to, there are two questions I have and I want to make sure I ask them both. I'm going to ask one of them first, but I'm just throwing this out there so we both don't forget because I want to know, oh crap, I already forgot. Jeez, you guys. I woke up on on a weird side of the bed this morning. Um, (laughs) Brianna texted me and was like, I'm so hungover and like out of it. And I'm like, I'm not hungover, but I'm equally out of it. I promise you, but we're going to get this together. Okay, well, the question that I was going to ask first is you mentioned that you think you're broken. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? I have a lot of like family and like personal stuff from like just growing up that I don't share on TikTok or social media. My social media is very, I keep it surface level. Um, I've never like, or I don't really share me. Like I have a very like serious side with like real stuff going on in my life that I don't share, um, which is 
honestly why I'm able to be sarcastic so much and not take anything seriously because I've had so much serious stuff happen that it's like I just everything that isn't serious I really value um yeah what was the question I totally why do you think you're broken yeah I think I'm broke I mean yeah I just like family stuff I don't really I've yeah, I don't know. That's a deep question. It is. I, I didn't warn you that this was also a therapy session. Okay. Yeah, you didn't, but that's okay. I'm all for free therapy sessions. Um, why am I broken? I don't know. I mean, it's a lot. I'm the youngest of four. My oldest sister is 11 years older than me. My brother's nine years older than me. My other sister's six years older than me. My parents got divorced when I was seven and my oldest sister was 18 at the time. So I have like no memories with her living at home. I like, we live different lives, me and my siblings. And I'm like literally a different generation. I'm almost like an only child because they were, they're adults and out of the house by the time I was like, whatever. Um, and I've, interesting relationship with my dad because hot girls have daddy issues. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot of like, yeah. Do you think all of this impacts how you approach dating and relationships? Oh my God. hundred percent. hundred percent. I don't trust anyone. I have like severe trust issues because not to be so deep, but like I've had a lot of stuff in family that like broke my trust within the family. And so it's like, if you don't trust family, how am I supposed to trust like some random person that I literally met on an app on my phone? Like, yeah, but I do. I mean, I have had serious relationships. Um, and so like when I do give me to someone, like I'm completely, I do trust them, but in order to get there, I, it's tricky for me and slash, I don't really fully let myself I'm yeah. very good at like self-sabotaging or just not letting myself. Yeah. I feel like we often hear stories about it. We all, we all have friends who like, there's somebody who has their walls up yeah. really, really high. Yeah. And it is very difficult for somebody to come in and break those walls down, even if that person wants those walls to be broken down. Like, I yeah. feel like that's something really tricky to navigate where it's like wanting to let somebody in but being afraid to not knowing what's going to happen if you do and just having all of these fears because of what you've been through. Yeah, I definitely have thick, thick walls up. Yeah. For somebody who is trying to, you know, date somebody who has experienced some similar things to what you've experienced and who has all these trust issues, but they're willing to be patient, like what would you recommend for that person in terms of like dating somebody like you who has these walls up. Just be patient. Like there don't take it personally is number one. Um, like I even said to the guy last night when we were getting drinks and he was like, okay. So he was joking. He was like, okay, like, I guess I'll see you in a month. Cause like I keep making him wait. And I was like, please don't take this personally. Like, trust me, if I didn't want to see you, I wouldn't be here right now. Um, and he was like, no, like I'm not whatever. I just think, you got to just stay consistent. And if you want someone, you want them. And if someone wants you, they'll chase you. And like, I'm very big and I really believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I really just think that like, if if you want someone stick to it and even if they have their walls up like me, we're all human at the end of the day, we all have hearts, whether it doesn't seem like it or whatever. Um, everyone has a soft side. Like we're all, We all have a mushy side, and so you just got to strategically get to it. And I feel like it, in a way, the people who may seem like they have this cold front up or like, oh, they don't have a heart or like, oh, they're such a bitch. Like, I feel like those are actually the people who have just been through the most and are afraid to let people in. Yeah. 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 What about you know, in this period of having fun and just going on dates to meet people and get drinks and experience life, if you were to meet somebody that you connected with, do you think you would be open to exploring that? Or are you completely closed off? Like you do not want to be in a relationship. You do not want to find somebody like that. So the reason I don't want to be in anything serious is because I just graduated college. I don't have like a steady job. I'm not even sure what I want to do with my life. Yeah. And my thing is that you you can't 
other than you can't love somebody else before you love, like you need to love yourself before loving others. And I completely love myself, but I don't have my shit figured out. And if I don't, I need to focus on me 100% Brianna. And if I have someone else in my life, I need to split my focus between my life and give some to them. And it's like, I don't have the time or energy or want to do that because I am very determined to just like be successful with my life and career. And so once that is figured out and I have my shit together, then it's okay. Um, but like, I've definitely gotten drinks or whatever with people and there's potential and I like them. Um, and then I kind of will not see them for a bit to like make myself kind of get over them in like a little bit and then I'll see them later like so that might honestly be what I'm or have been doing with this guy because like he's like breaking it up so that your feelings don't grow stronger and you're like in a way you're not letting yourself get there yeah yeah got it and and I think based on what you've shared about like your conversations with him he's kind of aware yeah yeah what are I want to kind of switch gears into like some of the funnier shit because yeah. I know there's a lot of it. Yeah. What are some of like the craziest dating stories that you have? Oh my god. Um, I don't. I mean, it's not like I've ever been like catfished on a date, so there's none of that. Happy for you. Thank you. Thrilled I am to too. It. I am too. I've heard some crazy catfish stories. I've yeah. Anyways, um. Nothing. I'm trying to think. Ooh, on the spot. Actually, something did happen once post date or post drinks with someone. Um, to clarify, I'm not like a crazy whore. But anyways, I was at this guy's house. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer. Not she is not a whore, but she just is sleepovers often. Anywho, I'm at this guy's house, whatever. We're asleep and I wake up in the middle of the night with like in insane nausea and like crazy nauseous and his room is downstairs and the bathroom is upstairs Ooh. and I'm not on the side of the, with the trash can and he's fast asleep and I'm like not like BFFs with him so I'm not gonna like wake him up or make a deal on him whatever I'm so nauseous and I'm like point of nauseous where I know like if I move anything I will yak so I cannot move and I can't walk upstairs to the bathroom all of a sudden my body starts sweating profusely and I get like the 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 shivers and whatever and then I start feeling you know when you feel it come up a bit yeah and you like "Mm, mm," yeah and then you have to like swallow it down long story short it comes up in my mouth and I'm I threw up in my mouth and my mouth is closed and then it more kept coming up and throw up was collected in my mouth. Sorry if this is TMI. I should have like said like warning. Sorry. Um, And it's in my mouth and I didn't know what to do because I still couldn't get up to walk to the bathroom. And then I realized that I had socks on. Shut up. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. I took my sock off. Honestly, I had no other option. That is so resourceful, right? I honestly was so proud of myself. I took my sock off. Did what I had to do in my sock. And then after I denauseous, I calmly went upstairs to the bathroom and rolled my sock in toilet paper like it was a pad and threw it in the trash. Um, does his apartment still smell? Probably. But does he know it was my throw up? Uh, no. So I'm done. Never. He had no idea. Airplanes need a PSA. They no longer need puke bags. They need puke socks. Yeah, no, it was. And like the sock held it fine. There was no like. Was it like an ankle sock or like a It was literally one of these. Like just like one of the. It was a, it was an ankle sock. A white. Oh my God. I think it was probably like a bat mitzvah, like KB sock or something. Yeah, I was going to say KB. Yeah. As you were explaining that, I'm. I'm like watching this unfold in my head as if it were a movie. And I'm like, okay, did she like take a pillowcase off the pillow and use that? Like, what did she reach for? He also was lying down on his side facing me. Oh my God. So I was freaking out that he just needed one eyelid to open and he'd see me. So I was like lying with my back towards him and like not moving anything. So I can just like, it was, yeah, it was rough. That is so impressive that he never figured this out. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever see him again? No. It's okay. Yeah. We can. Yeah. I did not see me. You had PTSD walking in there. Yeah, it was not it. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. What are your biggest pet peeves when it comes to two parts? One, dating apps and two, on dates. For people in general, it goes for people and on dates or whatever. My pet peeves are when people aren't honest or they're not, they don't 
I'm very, I'm blunt. I say it as it is. And I appreciate when people do that because I don't care if you hurt my feelings, whatever, just say it as it is. And so that's one thing that is good. What did you ask? Red flags? I'm like, all pet, peeves. Place. pet peeves. Okay. Yeah. So pet peeves is when people can't be honest and can't have conversations. That's it. Conversations. People that can't hold a conversation really just, I, that's, I don't like that. It's kind of like when you, when you end up going on a date, talking to a wall. Exactly. And you're like, so like, I can't believe it's so cold out. Right. And you're like, okay. Like, it's just that I don't really have like crazy pet peeves. It's not like with they chew with their mouth open. Like, yeah, I hate that. We all hate that. So I'm not gonna, you know? Yeah. Um, Hygiene. I care about hygiene a lot. Um, but has anybody, here's the thing, has anybody ever shown up to a date in a non-hygienic way? No. That's good. Thing. Thank you. Thank you, humanity. Thank so, you. At least the first date, no. Boys in their 20s yeah. in New York. I, it's honestly I'm surprising that, that they, that's your answer. They, they, that they like shower and clean themselves before dates. Like they don't, anyways. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't really have pet peeves. I also don't go in to any of my dates with expectations. Like I have friends and this is a thing with dating. I think that is a big issue. A lot of people they'll match on an app and they'll be like, oh my God, he went to this school. He does this for a living. He's from the town right over for me. Like we had mutual friends cause he went to this camp. He's literally perfect. And he's such the ideal boyfriend. It's like, dude, you haven't even met the guy. Like now you're coming up with all these ideas about him. So when you go on the date, you are creating an image and like who you want him to be that even if it sucks, you're still gonna be obsessed with him cause yes. you already created him in your head. Exactly. And then you're just going into it wrong. And so I don't ever enter. People will be like, are you excited for dates? Like I never even talk about my dates because I like to literally just go in with zero and it's like if I enjoy it I enjoy it if I don't I don't and it's like I leave the date it was a good date then that's it if I see them again great if I don't I'm not that hurt because it's like whatever happens happens I want everybody to almost like rewind the last 60 seconds and listen to that again and let that be ingrained in your minds because I couldn't agree more like the way most of us approach dating, we're just setting ourselves up to get hurt and setting ourselves up for disappointment because nobody, for the most part, is going to live up to that expectation we set of them. But we're not even going to see who they really are because we're just painting the picture of, well, this is who I created of you in my mind. And yeah, like you were fine on the date, but like I'm thinking about all of these other things that I already decided for you exactly. are the situation. Yep. And so the person could literally suck, but you're not even thinking about that. You're just thinking about the things on paper yeah. that you think make the ideal partner. And in, in order to actually like develop a connection with somebody, you really have to just go in and connect. Exactly. You can't go in with them on the world's tallest pedestal already because you're putting so much pressure on them to live up to that expectation you set. And you're also putting pressure on you to make it work, to, you know, make this date go well so that you get to that next date and then get to that next date and do all these things with this person because you decided that they're the one. Yeah, no, exactly. I, my, um, yeah, that, and it's like, go into it. I tell this to all my friends and they like don't really understand until they listen. And then they're like, oh, interesting. But I always say, treat every day like you're literally just meeting up with a friend yes. for drinks. Yep. And if you treat it like a friend, because if you're looking for something, whether you're looking for something serious or not, like I don't want anything serious, but I'm still, whatever. If you treat it like, a, no matter what the relationship is, you need to have a friendship with them. And it's not solely sex, no matter like if it's casual or not. Like you want to, I mean, unless that's what you want, then fine. But for the most part, most people like you need to look for a friend and you need to connect on a friend level yeah. before the, I don't know. Yeah. No, 1000%. I also think that ultimately if you end up you know, dating somebody in theory, they like become your best friend. Exactly. That is the role they end up playing. And with your best friends, you're not, you know, putting all this pressure on them to be a certain way. You're not nervous about every single move that you're making, every single text that you send, like you're not being calculated. And I think that's a huge mistake that people make where they're just trying to impress. They're trying to be perfect, but that is fake. That's not who you really are. That's not how you are with your friends, with the people who you love, who love you. You have to just be yourself and be the way you would be when you're out with friends or text the way you would text when you're texting a friend. That's And that goes back to my TikTok and why I'm real on TikTok, because it's like, that's just who I am. And yeah, like if there's something wrong with who I am as a person, 
be my guest. You don't need to be in my life. I don't want you in my life, yes. you know? So, yeah. Speaking of things wrong with who you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what red flags do you think you give off? I give off I'm that I'm a bitch, like literally a raging <laughs> bitch. On TikTok, not so much because it's my channel and like I'm very expressive and whatever. But like growing up, especially in high school, like people, girls especially, hated me because I have a really bad RBF, resting bitch face, like really, really bad. Um, like I am not approachable looking and it's not a personal thing. I'm not a mean person. I just have a very cold resting bitch face and that comes, and I'm also not the warmest person. Let um, me ask you this. Yeah. Cause I've never actually talked to anyone about RBF. Is it frustrating for you? No. Okay. Um, well, yeah, no, because it also like, it helps with my guard too. Like, and I don't really like to be bothered by people that I don't want to bother me. Right. So no one, it's like on the subway when you just have like a straight face and no one talks to you. That's just kind of how I go through life. Not actually, but yeah, it doesn't really bother me. It definitely has negative effects, but in moments where it could affect me negatively, I'm aware of it. So I don't let it, for example, sorority recruitment, I was aware of my RBF. So I was constantly like smiling. Your face Not, probably hurts so much, so much, oh so my much. <laughs> but like I didn't have an, you know what I mean? Or like if I'm on an interview or whatever, but yeah, that's definitely a red flag of mine. That's funny. Another one. I mean, you could argue me having a TikTok is a red flag. I don't know. People are weird. I don't consider myself, I'm not an influencer. I'm not, I don't really even consider myself. I make videos. I don't know. Like people say I'm an influencer. I don't think I am at all. I literally just think that. And then other people are like, oh yeah, no. Like a, a guy recently was like, I don't go on dates with, with influencers. So like this, this isn't going to work. And I was like, I'm not an influencer. And he was like, well, you make TikToks. And I was like, yeah, but like you post on Instagram, what's the difference? Like what, you know, so it's tough. People argue that that's a red flag, but it's like, I don't know. Well, here's the thing. Whoever isn't going to like you because you do that is just not the person for you. Like, exactly. You, you, ultimately, like the person you're going to end up with is going to be so supportive of it. Exactly. And I think it says a lot about somebody who's not for whatever reason. Maybe it's their own, like they're self-conscious that you're going to say something about them or that other people are looking at you and whatever it is. And that's fine. Like they yeah. can absolutely, they have every right to not end up with somebody who has a lot of followers. But I do, I get what you're saying with like, I'm not an influencer, but other people say I am because that's actually something that I struggled with a lot yeah. over the last year, especially like when, as my socials were getting bigger because I did not want to be referred to as an influencer. I'm like, yeah. I'm not an influencer. I am a podcast host. There yeah. is a difference. Yeah. But over time, I kind of did have to accept, at least for me, in order to be successful as a podcast host in the capacity that I want, I actually do have to embrace also being an influencer. Yeah. And that was really difficult for me. I think there's just a negative connotation Completely. with it. Um, and I think people think influencer and then they think, oh, I'm just sitting in front of a camera doing my makeup and talking about yeah. my Aritzia puffer jacket, whatever. And like, hey, I don't, I, that's just not my, what I do. And there's more to it. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think it's just like a stigma. And at the end of the day, it's a new thing. Like yeah. the social media is new. People don't know how to act about it. People don't know how to feel about it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not, you don't look at it as a job, but it can be. So it's just like a weird, it's like a gray middle ground to, you know what I mean? I don't know like what exactly I'm trying to say. No, I get it. it. It's, it's a weird place to be. Yeah. 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 I also feel like just the word influencer doesn't, it, it just doesn't seem like an intellectual thing. I don't know. When you go on dates right now and a guy asks, what do you do? I'm a social media manager, which is true. As of a couple days ago, I, yeah. But yeah. And I make TikToks occasionally just like for fun. <laughs> but then it's, it's a tricky thing. It's tricky. It's tricky. I do say I'm a social media manager because like that's true, literally up until yeah. a couple days ago. Um, and then I'll, it's just like, it's weird. And then they're like confused with like how I make money and like. None of their fucking business. Yeah. First of all. No, I know. But, like, but you can like tell. Yeah. You can, well, even like after the first day when they're like talking about jobs or like work or whatever, I'm like, yeah. Like I won't tell people that I like am create like before recording this and coming here, I spent hours at home making random videos. Yeah. But I don't 
go on dates telling people that like that's what I do. Right. I, yeah. It's like a weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. And I'm also just having fun with it. I'm not taking it that seriously. I've definitely started to take it more seriously. And then honestly, when it got hacked, I was like, okay, F this, I'm done. Um, and now I'm just dipping my toes back. But it's like until I'm big in my head, that's when I guess I'll take it. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I feel you. I don't know if I'm answering no, you. You're good. Okay. I know you mentioned you've been in relationships. We haven't really talked about that. Do you think you've had any relationships or dating experiences in general that have really changed you or your outlook on like love? Um, none of them have changed me. I'm very like, I am the way I am. No one's going to change me period. Um, but they've all changed my outlook a hundred percent. Um, I guess like my first boyfriend who was hundred percent, my first love, your first love or boyfriend, whatever is always like a big, deal because it's your first. Yeah. And that was like my first time seeing myself in a different light. Like I never saw my prior to that. I've always been kind of cold, like sarcastic, never like anything deep with anyone. And that was the first time I saw myself get like, whoa, like mushy and like opening myself to someone who's not like a girlfriend or like in my bunk at camp or whatever. Um, and that was, it's honestly really, it was cool to see. And it made me be like, oh, whoa, like, and he was a guy that, like, prior to, like, ever hooking up or dating, whatever, like, I would have thought he was, like, not the most friendly or, like, sweet guy because guys are, like, also they have this presence right. that they're, like, tough guys, but guys are all, like, babies at the end of the day. And that, it made me realize that, too. Um, yeah. I think that's a really important lesson to learn. Yeah. Because I, I think, and this is about, you know, a lot of my friends, a lot of the Seeing Other People listeners, I feel like, as women in our 20s, like we're very intimidated by guys just because we so badly want to find mm -hmm. the one for us. And I think it is such an important thing to realize is like they poop. They sometimes go to bed without brushing their teeth. Like they literally they're gross. Don't they don't know what they're doing either. Yeah. And they are also like just as lost in the world and in the dating world as we are. And I feel like we put them just as like a gender on a pedestal when it comes to dating where it's like where we intimidate ourselves yeah when thinking about them totally and they mature later yeah like the guy from last night and the the red wine throw he's 30 and i'm 23 and he literally acts my age yeah so like i can't even imagine how he acted when he was 23 right so and if you saw him on the street you would think he's like a mature adult has his life together. Right. No, like he's yeah. literally a child. Yeah. So I, I love the point you made about like, you didn't really know this side of you could ex like existed before. Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, I just finished watching the new season of Ginny and Georgia and you see it in like her relationship. And I think it kind of brought me back to like my first love and my high school relationship. And it's like, you really are learning this whole new part of you that you didn't know was there. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing in the world, but it's like so beautiful. It, yeah. What can happen when you really connect with somebody. Yeah, it's true. And it's like when no one, no, no one, nothing else matters and you're just there present with that person. Yeah. Yeah. And like you're opening up, you're opening them up, they're opening you up and like you're just, it's a whole new side. I don't yeah. know. It's really cool. I want to talk about dating apps. You mentioned Hinge and you mentioned Raya. Mm-hmm. What... Is it like being, well, first of all, like, I want to hear the differences because I've never really talked about Raya uh -huh. and I feel like it's becoming like way more of a common way to actually meet people and go on dates. I don't know any couples that have come out of Raya, but I do hear way more people actually like talking about using it. Yeah. I was going to say someone, but they weren't it. Um, so I was on Locks Club for a bit and the reason I liked Locks Club was because Instagram, someone's Instagram was attached in the thing. So you can immediately click their Instagram and see if you have mutual friends and stalk them, essentially. And that was like why I loved Locks Club. Raya has the same thing. Um, but it's kind of a little bit better, um, in my opinion. 
I don't know. Well, what specifically? What do you want to know specifically? First of all, wait, sorry. Before I start, I was on the wait list for Raya for way too long. I don't know. Raya never accepted me. Why? I don't I know literally what their sent thing them is. emails on emails and DMs, like pitching myself of why they should accept me. I, they but, never accepted me. I like forgot I even applied. Yeah. It was like over a year I was on the wait list. And, and then, then I, one day you just got randomly. In. I got a random text like your Raya notification, like Raya has been activated something. I'm like, wait, what? Like I literally forgot I even applied. Do you have to pay for it? Yeah. How much is it? I don't know. I an should amount. know. An amount. I literally, yeah, it's an amount. We can track. A dollar I literally don't sign know. somewhere. There's a dollar sign. I honestly, yeah, but it's probably worth it's honestly like a good networking thing too yeah like there's a lot of professionals on raya and people with very good jobs and the worst thing that happens is you get drink and some people in the raya bio it says like just friend like just looking for a friend or like just whatever um and so it's big like a connection thing you can't screenshot on both locks and raya right you can't but i <coughs> have nothing happens Interesting. You just get a notification that screenshots are banned and you'll be in something, but nothing happens. I've screenshotted many times. I was going to say, I feel like that's actually a great thing because I it, yeah. it takes away the ability for you to run every single little decision and text and response by your friends. Yeah. Which I think is actually really empowering to just like date as you. That's another thing too. Like I don't, sometimes my friends are like, Brown, I have no idea like what's going on like in your life. Cause I don't like talk about it, but it's also because not that I don't want to share it, but it's like, it doesn't really matter telling them like my casual dating and what's going on because I'm forming my own opinion. So it's like, I don't need to like send them and get their opinions unless something like serious is coming from it. Do you know That's I mean? really rare. Yeah. As like a girl in your 20s. Yeah, it is rare. That I'm, is really rare. I'm weird. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. I just like beat to my own drug. Like, I don't think any of my anyone even knew I was getting drinks last night. Like, I just yeah. did. Like, I, yeah. How do you let them know that, like, it's not personal to them? To my friends? Yeah. My friends just know. Like, all of my friends know that I'm, like, MIA randomly and, like, it's nothing personal. I'm a horrible texter. Like, I'm horrible at responding. It has nothing to do. And when if you ask me, like, I'm an open book, but I don't go out of my way to, like, yeah. share that stuff for no real reason it's in just, a way it's like ironic because you share so much on social yeah it is yeah but I also think it is different in a sense where like you're not asking for anyone's opinion exactly in either place correct yeah I don't really want to hear people's opinions because everyone has opinions it's not that I don't want to hear it but it's like you it, just want to do what you want to do yeah I want to just right now like I'm just in my young 20s living life you're only young, hot, and single ones. So you gotta just, like, I don't want to be married or on my deathbed being like, fuck, like, I should have gone out that night and had fun. Like, I want to live. So I'm living. You're really doing it. I'm really doing it's it. It's really impressive. And COVID, like, fucked up my whole college situation. So, yeah. Yeah, you're making up for lost time, too. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, my last question for you. Yeah. My favorite question to ask. What is the best piece of dating advice you've ever received? Can I only answer one? No. Or if there's like multiple. Go for it. Okay. Do it all. One, you can't love others before loving yourself. So you need to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, like you, you can't love someone else. Period. Do you love yourself? Maybe like a little too much. Um, yeah, I definitely love myself. Yeah. You, the thing is like that you're with yourself literally since day one. Like if you're not your own best friend, like what are you, what are yeah. you doing? Like, yeah. Yeah, no one's gonna vouch for you. Like it's you in this world alone. So figure it out. That's number one. Number two, I don't know if this is my mom once told me this, and I mean, she got divorced, so who knows? But anyways, she said that the guy should always be ten times more obsessed with you than you are with him. That just stuck with me, and I feel like is interesting. Um, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but it's definitely something that I kind of like listen to in the back. Um, and the next thing, it's not advice, but it's just something I do that I see others not do and work out. It just is better. And it's just to be yourself. Like yeah. I'm literally the way I'm acting now is how I act 
at Thanksgiving with my family on a date with my friends. Like I'm genuinely me. And that I think is because you're not going to go. You don't want to go out with someone who doesn't know you or only knows you like being flirty and like twirling your hair because right. that's just not you. That's not it's you. Fake. Like, and what happens like when the makeup comes off, when you're no longer at the bar, when you're just sitting on the couch exactly. or like on the subway and you have to entertain yourselves and you're stuck between stops and like, yeah, you got to just be you. Exactly. So that's yeah, I think just be you. Be you. I love it. Deep. Brianna, thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you. Assuming you're not hacked, where can everybody find you? You can find me on TikTok, Brianna Apple. Um, my backup TikTok, in case I do get hacked, is Brianna Apple underscore. And my Instagram is also Brianna Apple. My last name actually is Apple. I know people are probably going to ask that. Do you want to talk about how you got hacked for a sec? Oh, my God. That's a whole story, but sure. So Guys, stick around for this. It's really, it's really wild. I don't want to say funny. It's honestly embarrassing. It's, it's so, embarrassing. so embarrassing it's, for me. It's brutal. I, I, I'm like really embarrassed, and like I've, I'm a smart person. I am. <laughs> it was just not a smart moment. Anyways, I go live on TikTok like too much. If anything, I go live all the time. I love going live. It's just fun. Whatever. I got banned from live, which happens often because TikTok is weird and they ban me for everything. Whatever. I got banned from going live for like a couple weeks and I posted a TikTok video about it like oh my god I got banned from going live I'm so annoyed I got comments being like or whatever being like you need to DM this person on Instagram like they helped me when I got banned and hacked and they like dealt with my account and everything and so me being the idiot at the moment that I was being I went on Instagram and I DM'd the person and I'm like whatever and they're like okay, like, great, like, it costs $70. And I was like, oh, okay, no, thank you. Thanks so much. I'm going to move on. Don't need to pay for this. And then they were like, we'll do it for free under one circumstance. And I was like, what's the circumstance? And they were like, you advertise our services. And I said, if you can give me my TikTok live and hand my channel back to me the same way I gave it to you, I'd be more than like, glad. Sure, why not? Exactly. Shout it out for anyone else who gets in that More position. than glad. Totally. They go, okay, great. It should take seven to 10 minutes. Seven to 10 minutes pass. Or they had me send a screenshot of my settings. The screenshot contained zero information. It literally had like star, 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 star at gmail.com. Like yeah. you don't need to know anything. Star, 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 star with like six. And like came okay, the last number in my phone number is six. Like, right. Yeah. So it had like nothing. Long story short, seven to 10 minutes passed. And I like messaged the guy. I'm like, like it's been seven to 10 minutes. And he's like, oh, one minute. Time kept passing, nothing kept happening. And then I tried to log on to my TikTok and it said, didn't say I was logged out because, well, first it didn't let me log in. And then I tried typing in my phone number because like clicking forgot password. So I typed in my phone number and it said, there's no username associated with that phone number. So then I type in my email and it says, there's no email associated with, there's no TikTok associated with that email. So this hacker hacked it. And I'm just an idiot because I don't know how he did it, but he did it. And he disconnected my phone number and email from my account. So I could not get onto it and I couldn't reset my password. And TikTok has no form of anything. That's a whole other, I, you, I, yeah, that's. So I ended up getting it back by someone who works at TikTok. Like a month later. A month After later. Everything. Through some random guy that I, followed me and I was like posting about it on Instagram. I didn't even know the guy, but I was like, if your friend can get my TikTok back for me, I will get drinks with you. I didn't get drinks <laughs> with him, but his friend did. But yeah, it's my fault. But I and turned then we lost it again. And then we, we lost, lost it again. Back. And it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. It's I safe. swear we're if it goes away again, like I'm done. Not actually. No, we're saying. We're saying. Yeah, okay, we're, we're, we're Brianna, thank you so much for being here. Everybody go follow Brianna. She seriously, like I love her content. You will too. She's just like so real and raw and just herself. And it's a really like a breath of fresh air, especially on a platform where everybody's just like trying to be Every, not, like yeah. everybody else um, thank you so much for listening so check out Brianna's stuff give a five star rating and a review if you haven't yet and I love you all I'll talk to you guys next time yeah.